Welcome to the Iowa Blues Showcase. You know what? I forgot to see what episode it is. We do it live, so <laughs> just gonna look it up. The beauty of modern technology, ladies and gentlemen, you can look stuff up. Um, one forty-nine. No, we're almost at one fifty. How about that? Um. Tonight's show, we're listening to uh, Fat Tuesday, and this is a recording from uh, the Sunday Night Blues Showcase uh, back in 1999, and uh, this shows you what I can do if I'm not trying to play and record at the same time, because <laughs> obviously I'm not playing on this uh, particular tape of the Sunday Night Blues Showcase, because uh it, Fat Tuesday came in and they were wanting to try out some of their stuff before the blues contest. Uh, they played twice at the Hull Avenue. Uh, the first time they uh, they tried out some stuff. The second time they actually auditioned uh, for uh, Jeff Wagner and uh, a couple other uh, board members. I don't remember why they did that. Um, I seem to remember something about maybe they didn't get their stuff in on time or something and i don't know but uh so uh so the board people showed up and then i went and hid in the back because i was uh, persona non gratis back then with the sibs <laughs> and so uh yeah i uh i hid and uh, they played and uh, then they got in the booze contest and they won and they went to memphis and it was all it was all for jimmy you know and uh uh, that's the one thing about, uh, you know, uh, well, me and Scott, we kind of, uh, you know, we were friends when it all started and then, uh, then kind of, kind of went separate ways and, but, uh, Jimmy stayed with both bands, the bad boys and, uh, fat Tuesday. And, uh, you know, I've, and I've told this to Scott, I was really grateful, uh, for everything he did for Jimmy because between the two of us, uh, we gave him so much work. Uh, that he hadn't done in decades uh, and giving him a chance to play. I mean, between the two of us, we played probably two or three, both full of blues, and he played a lot of outdoor festivals, and uh, he had a reputation that was way past Des Moines. And then him and his wife, Cheryl, would travel to different blues festivals, and people knew him from uh, Blues on Grand, and they would get him up, and he would sing with people, and, so, you know, uh, you know, no hard feelings there uh, between uh, what happened with me and Scott because in the long run it worked out best for Jimmy. And uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, did, Jimmy did good, uh, you know, and I'm really glad that he got all that attention and all that stuff because, uh, you know, previous to 1999, uh, he was just basically, you know, playing jams and staying under the radar and, and I know he didn't want that. He wanted to to be known and people to hear his art and uh, you know. And I can f I relate to that. You know, you get to a certain age and then people don't want to hear you anymore. And uh, you know, the kids think you're old and uh, and people that that should be listening to you don't come out anymore. And and uh, you know, uh, that's tough. And uh, I'm glad that Jimmy got to be reintroduced to a whole new audience and. And he was able to play some stuff. And tonight, this is 
probably the best recording I ever did of Jimmy. And uh, Fat Tuesday played really, really good, and the, it sounds great. There's a little bit of distortion uh, on the the vocal, uh, but it's not really that bad. It's definitely the analog version of distortion. So um, sometimes that sounds good in my ears, <laughs> but uh, it's a great recording. Um. So let's see here. I suppose we should go to our segment. Our most popular segment, it's Letters Jono. Letters, we get letters. We get stacks and stacks of letters. I don't know if any of that got picked up on mic, but I always like to do that <laughs> just to show I actually write these down I don't know why I could just print them but I don't know I can never trust my printer isn't that the way it is and then you have to buy ink that costs more than your printer <laughs> alright letter number one this is from Franklin from Mississippi can I buy a big D CD um I don't think he has anything for sale. Uh, last week's show, he mentioned recording uh, a song called uh, Highway 49, uh, but I don't know where he recorded it. Uh, I think he said something about Marshalltown once. about, uh, But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the next time I see him, I'll try to remember to ask if he has anything uh, available because uh, that would be nice if he could get some money to him. Uh, letter number two is from Claire from Brazil. Uh, will you ever play the Blues Beatles? Um, no, because uh, they're they're beyond regional. I mean... They're, I, I suppose they're a national band down there in your country, in Brazil. Um, but they would be like an international band, and, and they get, uh, you know, I don't know if they, they, to me, it doesn't seem like they get enough, uh, enough, how should I say it? Uh, I, I've never heard them on uh, the blues uh, stations, so I suppose they look at them as a novelty act instead of a blues band. But, yeah, listen to them play. Uh, these guys have legitimate blues chops, so um, uh, I would love to help them out, have them on the show, but I don't think it would make a darn difference. So, and it'd be more headache than it'd be worth right at this moment. So, uh, probably wouldn't happen. Uh, but uh, go buy their CD. Okay, where are we at here? Uh, let's see, Joe from Missouri. What is ASCAP BMI? Uh, there's that's a question that's gonna take an answer that'll be very long. <laughs> um, okay, uh, ASCAP BMI is a song publishing companies that are theoretically supposed to protect the composers of songs, the people who wrote the songs originally. It's a publishing company. They publish your song and then they go out and get royalties for your song in theory. Now 
Here, here's the thing. Uh, if you're a big artist, uh, it's definitely probably worth the the effort because if you have lots of sales, then you got a lot of pennies and nickels coming to you. Uh, if you're not, uh, if you're a small fry, uh, I don't know that it's worth it. For me, I did not, when I put my stuff on CD Baby, I did not put... Uh, there's a there's a thing you can get you can get your stuff published by ASCAP BMI and CD Baby now. I chose not to. I just uh, went with whatever deals that CD Baby can get for me. Uh, and I'm I purposely stay unpublished because I wanted my songs available for people to use on YouTube and other things like that. Because uh, supposedly when I originally signed the deal, uh. They were supposed to be podcast safe and and YouTube safe, uh, which you know problem with ASCAP BMI. You play their songs and then they, uh, you know, say they want their money and uh, then you have to pay the money or you just take the thing off. Uh, however, they've gotten smarter in their old age. At least on YouTube, they just make a copyright claim on what you produced if they think their music's on it and then they take whatever profits that your video makes which in my case on YouTube uh, yeah I don't I don't make anything I was making a few pennies here and there before they uh, you know YouTube got took uh, took away the monetization on my videos which wasn't a big deal because like I said it's only one to two cents every once in a while so um, but then, uh, yeah, if ASCAP BMI felt one of their songs was on one of my videos, they would take that. And I don't know what other things they do. I don't know how they work it with internet radio. I know terrestrial radio, you have to have ASCAP BMI. I don't, don't know what the deal is with bars, but I know it's substantial amount of money because bar owners have told me, uh, how much it costs and I know they don't like it. <laughs> um, so yeah, the it's uh you know, it's supposed to be protecting the songwriter. I mean the long story short. Uh but I think a lot of times, you know, your songs aren't gonna get played. Uh it if you you know <laughs> let me put it this way. Uh if you hear a song at a bar and you like it and you wanna you wanna buy it, but if the person hasn't paid their ASCAP BMI, they're not going to have any music in their place. Because trust me, I've been in bars like that. who They get so fed up with having to pay that fee that they just decide no more live music or no more jukebox or no more et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then next thing you know, uh, you don't have any music. And well, well, if people aren't playing music, then they're not hearing it, and then they're not going to go out and buy that song. And I know what you're saying, especially today... Uh, people aren't going to buy anything anyway. They're just going to stream it. And that brings up a whole new issue because streaming uh, is uh, doesn't pay a whole lot. I know a lot of my stuff gets streamed on Spotify and I get a thousandth of a penny. That's point zero zero one of a penny. And you know what? I'm I'm okay with it because people are listening to my stuff. You know, I, that's good because uh, if it wasn't for Spotify, no one would have heard my stuff. So, you know, it, it it's okay for me uh, because uh, to me, that's that exposure part 
is okay. Uh, so, you know, it's complicated. I wish it were simple. And then the whole podcast is in some other weird kind of limbo thing. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, hopefully that answered some questions there. If, if anything, it probably caused a whole bunch of new questions. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's our letters. Giano! We get letters. We get stacks and stacks of letters. Letters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Being weird. I was listening to some old podcasts, and I guess I stopped doing a lot of weird stuff that I was doing back then. I don't know. When you made almost 150 of these, you forget what you've done in the first 50 or 60. And then 50 podcasts is almost a year. There's 50, 55 weeks, 52 weeks, 55, 52, 55, 52, 55. I don't know. I'm sure someone will write and tell me I was wrong. So, um, But, yeah, when you hit 50, that's almost a year. So, yeah, and we're almost at 150. So we're about ready to hit our third anniversary. And... uh yeah, I'm thinking of doing some other things. Um, uh, for now, I'm going to keep the Blues podcast going, but I'm thinking about doing some other kind of podcast that I can monetize because I can really monetize this right now. Uh, I'm also thinking about uh, internet radio. Um, I used to have an internet radio station, uh, so kind of know how it works and uh, thought about that too. Because uh, the Blue Showcase might do better there, but I, I don't know. Podcasting is a hot thing right now. So, there you go. <laughs> All right, so tonight's show is Fat Tuesday at the Hall Avenue back in uh, 1999. And uh, I am not positive who the bass player is, whether it is Greg Sutherland or it is Jimmy Farr, because I know Jimmy technically played with Fat Tuesday when they first started uh, playing. And I don't know if they had made the switch over to Greg Sutherland at that point or not. Um, but I think they had the second time they played, which I should have a tape of that somewhere. Um, so anyway, Fat Tuesday uh, was Scott Long, guitar and vocal. Um, and then uh, the the heyday of the band, Greg Sutherland uh, was the bass and vocal, and then Jimmy Pryor, vocal and kazoo. Uh, the Grease Fire Horns was Vern Hansen and Scott Davis, and then Woody was the drummer, and then eventually Woody would be replaced. Um, and I don't know what happened there. Because I know when Woody stopped playing with Fat Tuesday, um, then he came and joined us, uh, me and Clarence, when we started the Iowa Blue Showcase at the Hall Avenue, or Hall Avenue, at the uh, State Historical Building of Iowa. And so apparently there was some sort of weird falling out. I know that Clarence had a falling out real quickly uh, because he started showing up at the hall after after a while. Um but the, I th you know, the thing is, Fat Tuesday had this cool show where they had multiple people showing up and performing, not only Jimmy, but Clarence and just, you know, a whole bunch of 
you know, different players getting up there and playing with them. I think even Jethro would do that. And, uh, and then eventually they just kind of got rid of all the extracurricular activities and just kind of cut it down to a core band with Jimmy lead singing. Um, and so I don't, I don't know exactly what how all that went down, but uh, it was a nice variety show when they first started. Um, but uh, so anyway, again, this is a cool, cool show um, and uh, a good recording. So and you get to hear Jimmy at his prime, as well as Scott and the boy of Fat Tuesday on the Iowa Blues. Showcase. I went out to Montana and he said all the way out there, the song kept going through his head. Tom, you know what it was? Tom. All Avenue.
Check. How's everybody doing? My God. Say what? Say what, man? Did I ever tell you about this woman I got? No, tell me about her. Well, this woman I've got. She treats me like a king, would never fuss and fight. That's why she wears my diamond ring. She greets me in the morning with sugar so sweet. And it lasts all day, and the loving can't be beat. My baby pleases me, and I don't want to hear about yours. Runs the streets. My baby knocked me off my feet. I gladly give her all my money. My baby gives me all her money. My baby pleases me, and I don't want to hear about you.
All right, how's everybody doing? It's a Sunday night at the home. We got a special guest tonight, along with the Grease Fire Horns, Jimmy Pryor. Mr. Midnight Cowboy with the blinking lights. so many of you that are invited here and you're here. And from the bandstand, we're going to try to make you happy. That's enough talk right now. Let's get down to it. Are you ready, fellas? With a one, two, a one, two, three, pop! Oh, 
sirve así, mami, one more time. It's got that crazy way of loving. I wanna get you one. Hey, boys, move! big round of applause. They're already getting down. Make them happy. Give them another big round of applause. All right. If your TV's on a bench, just stand by a second. We'll be ready. right here in the morning highway at the police station. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll amp it up for you. We're going to slow it down a little bit and get real greasy. Okay, one, two, three.
Has he ever been misled? Baby, you know just what I'm talking about. Has he ever been mistreated? Baby, you know just what I'm talking about. Can you hear me out there? If you've been mistreated, you know. I worked five long years for one woman, and you had a day to put me out. That's all right. That's all right. I work hard in that steel mill. Man, I tell you, still like a slave. Five logs every every Friday. I went running home with all my pain. I've been mistreated. You know what I'm talking about. Cause I worked five long years for one woman. And she had a nerve to put me out. Watch the big bad boys of the blues, all right. And here they go. Sweet little angel, and I love the way she spreads her wings. I've got a sweet little angel, and I love the way she spreads her wings. And she gave me a 
Sorry for the quick end there, but uh, the tape ran out, and uh, that would happen sometimes. And uh, if I was quick, and I was looking down at the end of a song, and I saw that, oh, I better flip the tape over, I would get it flipped over, but uh, that time I did not. So, <laughs> But that's okay. That's all right. Still was a cool show. All right. Um, 
I'm not really sure what I'm going to do next week because that'll be 150. I'll have to get a hold of John and the boys and see if we want to do something special for our 150th show. And uh, so we'll see. That might be interesting. Um, as far as uh, the uh, showcase goes, and uh, we're, we're still, well, we've kind of slipped a little bit over the last 30 days. Uh, we're down to about 720 uh, for 30 days. We've been at 1,000 for several weeks. Um, but that's cool. I mean, that's getting more realistic, <laughs> more on what we were. But we did pick up another listener. Hey, thank you, listener 29. I don't know who you are, but uh, welcome. Um, so let's see here. Um, yeah, I, it's interesting. And again, you know, I look through here and there's a couple older shows that kind of bubble up in the top 10. Uh, but it looks like right now it's like mostly the, uh, the, the last 10 episodes are in the top 10 right now. So, um, that's looking a little more normal. I don't know what exactly was going on. I mean, we were getting a, a lot from California and again, thank you to all you California listeners out there. Uh, you know, we, uh, we love you. And I know a lot of Iowans live out there because, uh, you know, they just, uh, <laughs> it's kind of tough to live here in Iowa. The, the, the weather is kind of squirrely and, uh, California just seems like it's really nice compared to oh, what's going on here. Although you guys have the earthquakes and fires and, and mudslides and all sorts of stuff. So, I mean, everybody, everybody's got their bad weather. Uh, but, uh, you know, at least it's it's warm, so I suppose that that brings Iowans out there. So if if you guys are former Iowans listening, that's great. Uh, and if not, you're just Californians that just kind of caught on to us. Well, thank you. Uh, I wish I knew what I was doing so I could do it somewhere else and get more people to listen. Uh, but I'm very happy with what we got. I mean, still fifteen thousand plus, almost sixteen thousand downloads. That's pretty nice. And uh, yeah, if we get more uh, people to follow us on Podbean, that just makes it uh, easier because then it's easier to find us when you go do a search for blues on Podbean, then we'll be higher up on the food chain because they go by listeners. And uh, so we'll, we'll never be the number one because we'd have to have over. Last time I looked, I thought somebody had like, a, uh, what was it, a m almost a million subscribers. We're never going to have that. Uh, I'm not even thinking that would ever happen. But, uh, you know, a few thousand, that would be nice. Ah, I stand corrected. It's 2.6 thousand. That's not even a million. All right. So we could do that someday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we got to go. Uh, hope your week has been better than mine. I've been sick off and on for the last few weeks. I mean, you could tell from my voice uh, previous weeks, I couldn't even cough. So that's gone away, and now I'm just dealing with other issues. But uh, hopefully uh, you'll start feeling better if you're feeling down, because you're going to listen to the blues. That's what I'm going to do, listen to the 
lose. And hopefully we'll be better. Hopefully everything will be better. So just hang in there. And, uh, summer's on the way. Someone told me there's only 40 days left of school. Woohoo! So, <laughs> so just hang in there. We're almost done and with, the, with that and summer vacation comes. And, uh, I always look forward to having those two and a half months off to get things uh, reorganized and uh, get life going. And uh, it's a uh, uh, good time to do some traveling and things like that. But all right. You have a great week. And we'll see you next week on the Iowa Blues Showcase.